0: Welcome to the Dietitian Success Podcast. Here at Dietitian Success Center, we're all about making it easier for you to build your confidence and expertise. So whether you're a dietitian or a dietetic student, we've got something for you. I'm Krista, your host and the founder of DSC. Now, are you ready to ditch the imposter syndrome and join our incredible, vibrant community? If so, let's jump in. Hey, hope you are having an amazing week so far. Okay, full transparency, I'm feeling a little under the weather. (laughs) I'm starting to, I feel like I've started to deteriorate as the day has gone on, Um, but I have a feeling that tomorrow I'm going to feel worse, so I'm trying to get this podcast episode in, and also, I was just feeling Really jazzed about this topic. (laughs) And so, for some reason today, this has been a topic that I feel like has been on my mind. It's been in conversations I've been having, and I was like bursting at the seams to talk about it. And so, I wanted to make sure I hit record on this podcast episode before I succumb to probably the flu. That is what is happening in my body right now. So, regardless, I hope you're having a great week so far. Um, Before we get into the content, I had mentioned over the last couple of weeks that I've been spending some time planning and mapping out 2023. And one quick thing that I did want to mention right off the bat is if you are interested in learning more about setting goals in your business um, and actually setting all of your goals for 2023, I'm going to be running a 100% free goal setting workshop on December 7th. So this session is going to be of insane value, and you are actually going to walk away from the session with your personal, professional, financial, and business goals mapped out for 2023, and I'm not kidding on that front, and I do want to be clear, this is not a sales event. I'm not selling you something, I promise you, I'm purely just running this session because I love teaching. I love teaching about goal setting. I set goals every single year within each of these domains myself. And so I think, hey, why not teach it to you at the same time as I'm doing it? And honestly, this goal setting process has absolutely changed my life. And lastly, I just want to get in front of more dietitians. That's always my goal. So I'm always trying to get in front of new faces, in front of new audiences, in front of new dietitians so that they know and recognize DSC. That's the goal. So at the end of the day, I just, I want you to come to this event. If you can't come on December 7th, it's at 7 p.m. Eastern. That's okay. If you sign up for the event, you can access the recording for 48 hours afterwards. And if you're already a Dietitian Success Center member, then the recording's going to be uploaded after, so you can watch it at any point. But make sure you still... Sign up for the event just so you get all of the emails and the email notifications. And I would suggest that you try and come during the date and time it's running. So December 7th at 7 PM so that you actually watch the content and you actually set some goals. I know how it goes, right? Like we sign up for a webinar, we sign up for a workshop and we don't attend and we say, Hey, I'm going to just watch the recording. And then we never watch the recording and then we didn't set the goals and then we missed out on an entire year where we could have made massive changes in our lives. So that's my that's my elevator pitch. Um, make a date with yourself. Come to this session. The link is at in the description of this podcast episode, or you can go to dietitiansuccesscenter.com backslash registration dash page. Very boring URL. I don't know why I didn't make it funner, but regardless, dietitiansuccesscenter.com backslash registration dash page. Okay. So let's get into the content now. This idea of how do you rebrand a business, also known as what do you do if you want to change directions in your business? So maybe you feel like one of the following is true. You chose a niche and you've decided you don't want to pursue that niche anymore and you want to focus on a different niche. And on that note, this is also an episode for those of you who are trying to choose a niche, so you're at the very beginning of the business building process, but you're nervous about choosing something and then wanting to do something else in the future. I hear that all the time, the fear of commitment. So I hope this episode serves as a reminder to you that actually you're not stuck with a niche. You can change directions if you want to in the future. And I hope this this episode gives you a bit of peace of mind there. It gives you a bit of a roadmap. The other thing that you might feel like is true is you have a business that you honestly don't love anymore and you want to change directions. Or maybe you want to rebrand because you feel like you've evolved whoa, evolved, evolved, evolved and your business branding, i.e. your colors, your fonts, your business name, maybe your logo are not aligned with you anymore and where you're at. So one of those might be true for you. And what do I mean by a rebrand? Let's define that First, a rebrand can mean any number of things. It can mean that you are changing your target audience or your niche that you serve. It could mean that you're changing the services or what you offer them. It could mean that you're changing your brand elements, so your colors, your fonts, your logo, You're basically giving your business a facelift, or maybe you just are generally changing directions in all of those different avenues. That's what I mean by a rebrand, and I think that what we're going to talk about today can really apply to any of those things, regardless of the type of rebrand that you have in mind. So let's walk through some steps for how to actually go about rebranding a business if you find yourself in this position. But the very first thing I want to challenge you to do is ask yourself, does my business actually need to be rebranded? And I know it is really tempting if something isn't working in your business to burn it all to the ground and start fresh. And why is that? Well, it's because the starting of a new thing is really fun, right? It's exciting. There's so many possibilities and we haven't really gotten into the hard stuff yet. And then suddenly, when we get into the hard stuff, which is often things like sales, marketing, actually getting clients, this is where the rubber meets the road. And often it's maybe not as fun and exciting as it was in the creation stage, or it's just a different type of fun and exciting. I hope it's a different type of fun and exciting, and you're not just dreading sales and marketing, but I know that sales and marketing is often the hardest part for people. And so we often say to ourselves, "Ugh, you know, whatever, I'm just going to burn it all to the ground and I'm going to go back to the fun stuff. And the reason why I'm saying this is because I know from experience I have done this so many times in my early entrepreneurship world. I had this perception that starting fresh would finally be the thing that gave me motivation and made it work and it never ever was. So when in reality, the thing that actually makes something work is oftentimes staying the course and being consistent. So I just want you to have that in the back of your mind. If your business isn't working, I want you to just have a super honest conversation with yourself. Why is it not working? And if you don't know how to sell or market, and or maybe you just aren't doing these things, maybe you, maybe you know what you could be doing, but you're not doing these things, then no niche that you choose, no brand colors, no logos, no fonts are going to make your business work full stop. If the sales and marketing piece is missing, then nothing else is going to make it work. And so if you're like, yeah, but Krista, I just don't know where to start here. I want you to join DSC. Honestly, (laughs) just a straight up pitch. You got to join DSC, the business membership, because in the business membership, you're going to learn all the things you need to know to sell and market your business. Okay. That's it on that. Um, Now, the other question you can ask yourself is, is it something about your offer? So maybe you, maybe there's just something missing with your offer. Have you tried investigating why people aren't buying? Have you tried getting feedback from people? Um, Maybe your offer is just unclear and maybe all it's going to take is a little bit of tweaking of the language, getting a little more clear on what they get when they work with you. And so can you try tweaking things before doing a full rebrand? But hey, honestly, if you've done this reflection and you're like, this niche, this business is just not working for me, then that's okay too. And you do have permission permission to change it up. But I would say only if you feel like you gave your old business your best college try. And, and an example of where this might make sense or where this did make sense rather. When I first started my business, it was actually called the Dietitian Project. And if you've listened to older episodes of this podcast, like the first year of this podcast, I was talking about the Dietitian Project. Like all of my all of the the brand was the Dietitian Project. And then I came up with the idea for Dietitian Success Center. I think it was about a year after I launched the Dietitian Project. And suddenly when I came up with the idea for DSC, the Dietitian Project as a brand just didn't feel aligned with what I wanted DSC to be. The Dietitian Project was much more focused on dietitian career paths, unconventional careers, um, exploring entrepreneurship, exploring freelancing whereas dietitian success center is more than that it's more all encompassing of being this higher level learning platform for dietitians and so and with the podcast we're much more focused on business skills that's really all we talk about we don't get into those other career pieces like I did at the beginning of the podcast so you will notice that there's been an evolution in the the topics that I cover. And so for me, I just knew that the rebrand was necessary in order to align my vision with what the brand needed to be. So if you're in this position where you've done the reflection and you're like, nope, this is a necessary change. If you do decide to rebrand, what does that look like? Well, the very first step is you need to get clear on your new brand behind the scenes before you put it out there into the world. So ask yourself, what can I keep versus what should I really start fresh with? Can you keep any of the same brand colors? Can you keep your business name? Can you keep your website and just adapt some of your copy? Uh, For me, I had to build a brand new website because Wix didn't have the tech capability that I needed for Dietitian Success Center. So that's why I did have to change over completely. So the one thing I want to note here is that naming can get tricky, especially if you formed a corporation or an LLC with a business name, it's not exactly easy to change that business name. So try and keep it the same if you can, or perhaps you formed your LLC or your corporation in your own name. Now, a sole proprietorship is a little bit easier Um, so the dietitian project was a sole proprietorship. And so when I formed DSC, I actually just formed a corporation and I just didn't renew the dietitian project as a sole proprietorship. So it was no big deal at the end of the day. Um, and I do think that you can actually just change the name of your sole proprietorship. I'm pretty sure you have to pay the fee again. I think that I had to do that at some point, but I can't remember exactly. I think you pay the $80 or $90 fee again. Um, But hey, sometimes that's just the way it goes. So Dietitian Success Center was a corporation, so it wasn't as tricky for me. So all in all, get very clear on your new brand, paint a picture of exactly what that brand is, have all of your brand elements in place before you actually initiate the change. So map out your ideal client, map out your brand colors, your brand fonts, your platforms, any tech changes. So maybe you're building your website, your new website in the background, or maybe you're just building a version of your current site and you're just getting ready to put, to press publish on it. Um, So that's really the first step, getting clear on your new brand before you put it out there into the world. The second step, I would say, is come up with a plan for how to make the transition and map it out. So whatever the task management platform that you use, I use ClickUp for my business. You could use Asana, whatever you want, make a plan, map it out, set a deadline for yourself. When are all of the changes going to be made and commit to that? So that's step two, make a plan, figure out when are you going to make all of these brand changes? And then the third piece I would say is be transparent with your audience. So keep them informed with regards to what is changing with your business. So if you already have people that have joined your email list, if you already have people following you on social media or listening to your podcast, be very transparent with them why are you making the change? So first of all, what changes are you making? Why are you making the changes? When are the changes going to be made? Who is the content still going to apply to? And who is it not going to apply to anymore? Because that's okay. It's not going to apply to everyone anymore anymore. And that's fine. I once had a past client who completely switched directions. Like their niche was not even remotely the same niche anymore. And so that's okay. Their audience was... You know, give them permission to leave. It's all right. If, if your information doesn't apply to them anymore, they can unfollow, they can unsubscribe. It's not the end of the world. But make sure you are keeping them informed. And is there somewhere that you can direct them where they can get similar information as they were getting before? Maybe you have a dietitian friend who you can shuttle these people to. Is there somewhere that you can give them as an alternate? So for me, with the switch from Dietitian Project to DSC, it was largely the same audience, but we were now much more focused, especially with the podcast specifically, the podcast is much more focused on entrepreneurship. And so definitely there were people that weren't interested anymore, and that's okay. They don't have to listen to the podcast anymore. So being transparent with your audience, that's really the third piece. The fourth piece is try and make the changes all at once if possible. And that's why we need to make sure we have all the assets prepared in the background so that we can make all these changes quite quickly to minimize any confusion on our audience's behalf. So that's number four. And then number five is move forward and commit to the new brand, but continue to educate because there's going to be people that are going to miss all the updates about your new branding and they're going to be confused. (laughs) So just continue to educate. Maybe for a month after your new brand is officially launched, why are you doing this? What's the change? Who is it going to be useful for? Who is it not anymore? So, I just want to reiterate here again, if you're nervous about choosing a direction, a niche, or a target audience because you're scared about what if you want to change it in the future, I hope that this helped you feel better about that because it can be done. I've done it so many times and I've seen it done so many times. It will take some work, but that's just part of the process of being an entrepreneur. Honestly, we have to experiment until we find the secret sauce. So, I hope that that episode was helpful for you. And as a special favor, I would absolutely love it and appreciate it if you would be kind enough to leave a five-star rating and review for the Dietitian Success Podcast if you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Um, positive ratings do help to make sure that my show is visible to more people, um, which is really helpful for me. So if you can take just 30 seconds of your time and just leave a quick rating, you don't even have to write a review. That's totally okay. Just leave a rating on Apple podcast. All you have to do is open up the dietitian success podcast, scroll to the bottom where it says ratings and review, leave a review. Uh, on Spotify, it's even easier. Just go to the podcast page. There's a little button with a star on it right under the podcast name and description. Just click on that. So thank you so much for listening. I hope you have an amazing week and I will see you next Thursday.